Okay. Okay. This is after the Shemaya. Uh, t- tonight's topic is the uh, the most sensitive of all topics, and that's the topic of intimacy. Um, this is Shalom Bayes for men, and uh, what we're what we're going to discuss are some issues in terms of intimacy, and try to uh, give a little bit of chizuk to those things that we we already know. First of all, the mitzvah of intimacy is interesting. It's formulated as a chiyuv on the man. It's a chiyuv, a chiyuv the Gemara Subas tells it's a chiyuv on the man and not on the woman, which in of itself is surprising. Um, in general, uh, we know that darkoi shel ish lachsar al isha ve'ain darkoi shel isha lachsar al ish. The Gemara Kedushin says. Um, the, in general, Chazal speak about that a woman feels uncomfortable asking a man to be intimate uh, with her, and yet the chiyuv, even though the man seems to have more of the the push and the drive. And the woman is more passive in the initial stage, uh, like the pasuk says, "Vehu yimshel bach, vehu yimshel bach." Nevertheless, the chiyuv is on the man, even though he might have the stronger drive. So that's very interesting. Of course, we point out in the past that the mitzvah is described as mitzvahs ona. The mitzvah is described as a mitzvah of time, which is also very, very striking. The way to to describe it as as mitzvahs ona. So, how does one deal with those problems and what or those challenges? Um, and let me throw in another one. Chazal use a, a very extreme language, and most understand the language in terms of precious, and I think that there's truth to that. But it's very interesting that the language might have another connotation as well. And as Chazal described, that the man's approach to intimacy should be as if he's paying a chiyuv. Now, there's no question that part of it is on a madrega that I think we're going to argue tonight that I've heard from Gedolito from the previous generation is that most, most of us are not at. And that is, uh, at the end of the day, the focus shouldn't be the physical pleasure. That's his responsibility. There's no question that there's a connotation of that. For those who read Sifrei Chasidus, there's definitely components of that in Avodas Hashem. But at the same time, it, it must be that the, in that language of Poreachov, that there's something for those people who are not on that madrega, who we're going to argue tonight that there is um, pleasure that they're supposed to appreciate. So the question then becomes: So what? So what is the language of Poreachov? If most of us, thank you, if most of us are not on that uh, madrega. So, thank you, Ari brought the Nitziv. So let's take a look at what the Nitziv says in Perek Bey's Pasuk Chav Gimel. The Nitziv says on the Pasuk, Vayoymer Adam Zois HaPam, at this time, now, at this time, Hadozimna, the Targum translates, Etzemi Atzamai, she is an Etzem of my Atzamai, Uvasar Mibsari, 
So the question is, what exactly is the meaning of Zos HaPam? Says in the Tziv, something amazing. He knew that there was an attraction, there was a love between them. But he really didn't understand. Adam said, I know, even before intimacy with her, that we are connected. But, this time, Adam is an exception to the rule, that he's able to, to love her and be attached to her without intimacy. But says the Nitziv, intimacy is what creates this bond between husband, husband and wife. Oh, so if that's so, so then the answer to all the above questions are going to be directly connected to the way in which husband and wife become become one. Now the Ramban has a kuntras, a kuntras that's written for people that are in a high madrega. Some say it wasn't. It's printed in the Kisvei Ramban. Some say it wasn't written by the Ramban himself. It was written by one of his Talmidim. Either way, many are convinced it's clear that's from the base medrash of the Ramban. Uh, there, it could very well be that it was written by Rabbeinu Bechaya. And the Ramban in the Igeres Hakodesh speaks about some very high things, and that's why we don't learn with Hasanim the Igeres Hakodesh, but. What's fascinating is Ramban repeats a couple of themes that emphasize something that is extremely important in terms of intimacy, which ultimately is going to go back to deal with the other questions, which ultimately is going to get us into practical etzos as far as intimacy is concerned. Uh, I'm reading from the Igeres HaKodesh, page Shin Lamed Aleph. The Ramban speaks about how important machshava is in creating something. In this way, Yadus is unique, where around Hanukkah time, Yavan definitely doesn't believe this at all. Yadus believes that Machshava, in some ways, is the most powerful of all things, is even pow- more powerful than Maisa. And the Ramban, in the Yigeras HaKodesh, says that a person's Machshava, during intimacy, is going to affect the quality of the child that's going to be born. And we're going to see shortly that there are also Mamori Chazal that, uh, that would be born from this intercourse. And the Ramban therefore says, A person should be Miyashev. Can't translate the word. You know what it means to be miyashev. Three difficult Rambams. To be miyashev is das ishto. To make her feel complete. Umesamcha, umechina, umamshicha, bedvar masmechem, etzalev. 
So that there, I'm adding a little uh, a poetic uh, translation over here, so that both of them should be together in the Torah Salev, in the Machshav Salev, that both of them should be together in this, in this Maisa. Similarly, in the, in the famous edition, in the Rabbi Chevelle's edition, on page Shen Lami Gimel, he says, when he is mischaber with his wife and his machshava is in the right place, so then there's an or that's being brought down. When husband and wife are truly want to be together, so then, in such a case, they, there is a chibur. The Gemara Nedarim on Chaf Amabez famously describes a child of Tesha Midos, a child that, from, that is born from Bia that's inappropriate. And the Gemara describes that if the husband is not sensitive to his wife, the Lashon is Mitoch She'ena Nenis Bedavar if she is not feeling pleasure, then she doesn't attach to him. So what emerges is that when it comes to the mitzvah of Ona, the mitzvah of Ona is for the husband to, be, to assure and do everything he can that his wife is feeling this desire to be nidbekes imo. Rav Aaron Cutler, I don't have the quote in front of me right now, but Rav Aaron Cutler's Zatzal said that nowadays our tafkid, the most important tafkid in intimacy, is this concept. The concept in which the husband is doing everything he can that his wife should be enjoying. And therefore, we're no longer in the generation where poreachovo means that he feels no pleasure. But Poreachovo means that he's focusing on his chiyuv to make her happy. And that's why the chiyuv is on the man, I'd like to suggest. The chiyuv is on the man because there's a natural drive that the man has for the pleasure. For sure, women, a woman has pleasure as well. But it's so much it's going to be so much more dependent. Her pleasure is going to be so much more dependent on the sensitivity that he has in making the experience pleasurable for her. And it's called Ona. So again, so we have clear, Poreachov means that he's not focusing on his own pleasure, but rather what he's doing is focusing on her pleasure. And then the mitzvah, according to the way Rav Aaron Zatzal, as I understood it, said it, the mitzvah, the, the pleasure that, the mitzvah is for him to focus on his, her pleasure and when he connects her pleasure to his pleasure, then that is also considered porechovo. It's also considered porechovo. We're not on that madrega where it's just done as, as, as a chiyuv. But rather, he's not focusing on his own pleasure, but he's focusing on hers. And let me share with you something amazing. When, when, thank you. When I was uh, in the yeshiva, so, unfortunately, they didn't prepare Hassanin very well. 
This is now Baruch Hashem, my wife and I are married close to 25 years. So we're talking about, I can't believe it, but we're talking about close to 25 years ago. I remember when my rabbin was saying 25 years ago. It's really weird. But, um, so what did we do? We learned chassan classes with the Rosh Hashiva, who's a fantastic uh, rabbi, a rabbi of some of yours. And he gave classes to groups of, of chassanim. And we learned Hilchos Nida in those groups of chassanim. It was woolly inadequate, not because the Rosh Hashiva wasn't fantastic, but we didn't get any personal direction in terms of Shalom bias. We didn't get any personal direction in terms of intimacy. Um, when I started in the, in the Kolel, so uh, Richard, Rich, this is when I was teaching in the Tivarie, so I started once a week, so Richard Joel had asked me to come teach a little bit in, here in the Kolel. So when I met Rav Miller, he said, uh, what, do you think, what, do you, what do you think we need here? So I said to him, I want to teach Halacha. I, I taught one hour of, when I was here for a few hours, I taught one hour of Halacha. But I said what I think I could really bring in, not because I'm special, but because just simply it's not being done, is, is talking about Shalom Bayes and Chinuch Habanim. And I felt that in our yeshiva there was a lack of Hadracha in general, Shalom Bayes and Chinuch which I would add, if there's any follow-ups that you want to discuss with me personally, that's also part of, of why I'm here. Um, so there was nothing that was done in the, in, in the yeshiva to give hadracha, and I think that that was something that was, that was awful. Uh, it was, I, and I remember, we'll talk about this when we get to Chinuch, I remember standing in the base Madrash of yeshiva, and my son, who's now, Baruch Hashem, 20 years old, and a, a fantastic boy, in a good masa, when he was two years old, he was wild like crazy. And I felt I had no I had no idea. And and I also felt, who do I approach? Like how do I how do I say to a Rosh Hashiva, how do I say that my my son's wild? Like I just say it like that? Like what so I remember feeling very much uh, very much lost. Why do I mention all this? Because there is a Rav who he and his wife do a lot in terms of Tara Samishbach and Shalom Bayes here in Eretz Israel, the name is Abramov. And my, my wife learned Kala classes with his wife, Mrs. Abramov. And it's interesting, they require the husbands to come down for two classes. They will not certify the wife as a Kala teacher unless the husband comes for two classes. And he said that he described, he's now in his 70s, so he was in Panovich 50 years ago. He said he had a chasen shmuz in Panovich. I was thinking to myself, my goodness, in Panovich over 50 years ago, they prepared chasanim better than Yeshiva University was preparing chasanim than 25 years ago. Everybody thinks that it's the, the perception is the exact opposite. One of the things he said that an old man from Europe was his chasan Rebbe. He said that he drew for him the following diagram, which is amazing. It's very, very simple. It's extremely important. And all it is, is goes like this. As you can see over here, leaving aside that wasn't such a perfect circle or oval, here we have a triangle, here we have an oval. This, the rub from Europe described, is a man's arousal. It tracks, it's the graph of a male's arousal. This tracks 
the graph of a woman's arousal. And the Rav told Rabbi Abramov, he said to him, the challenge in Tashmish is recognizing that you, generally a man's arousal is motivated, reaches its peak faster than a woman, and your tafkid is to be able to adjust to the fact that men are from Mars and women are from Venus, and that your responsibility, this is what mitzvah's ona is, is to be able to, no one's changing the phenomena. The man is going to be a triangle and the woman's going to be an oval. We'll give nafkaminas even when we draw it like this. But at the end of the day, your responsibility is to try lahatim, your arousal with hers. And that's an avoda that fits in beautifully to what we were describing before. That's the Poreachova. Now let's immediately jump to Lemaisa, what that means. Lemaisa, if you, either way you draw the triangle, certainly in the way that it didn't work as ideally as it could, so his arousal became after, before hers. He also is over here. When she's still coming down, he's already done. One of the uh, practical nafkaminas, aside from the obvious of the avoda that we're describing, that's why it's his chiyuv, that's why it's called ona, that's why it's porechovo, etc., etc. It's his responsibility. Even though you might, I would have thought that the chiyuv should go in the opposite direction. It's darko shav ish, lach isha. So then we would want to encourage the woman. No, because it's the man's responsibility to do it the way that's best for her as opposed to uh, the other way. The practical nafkamina is often, you'll hear when women discuss intimacy with their college teachers and so on, they'll describe that, and by the way, men have, in the last month, a husband had this discussion with me, that his wife was disappointed that he fell asleep often afterwards, after they were done, after they were finished with Tashmish. Now that phenomenon is part of the biology. Part of the biology is that the man comes down quicker, and he's tired because it is a, a, a strenuous physical activity. It's a positive strenuous physical activity. It's still a physical activity. And so he's, he's ready to go to sleep. And she's still here. But he's, quote-unquote, pardon the term, he's already gotten what he wants. But she's, she's, she's still in her place of intimacy. She's... The, the challenge is, is she's still afterwards, holding her afterwards and so on, for her is part of the sexual act. It's part of the intimacy itself. And we are supposed to adjust ourselves to that. That's the beauty of the, mitz, the, the mitzvah of Ona, the chiyuv uh, that's on us. So all of the themes that we have is mitok imo. The nitziv told us that the Zos Hapam, that ultimately what's going to bring them together is his showing of his caring and his uh, love for, for her. And that's why we have, we have that, uh, we have that uh, Lashon. So what that means, what that means, Tachlis, uh, for us, is that the Chiyuv then becomes the focus of giving her Hana and being with her. 
Lidavik po, as the Nitziv says. Now that explains also the Gemara Nadarim on Chafam Abeis. The Gemara says that one of the, the, the phenomenon of the Teisha Midos, of children who, grow, who are conceived in unhealthy Bia, is when the husband is not thinking about her. He's thinking about another woman. That's the antithesis of this Poreach That's the antithesis of mitzvah, mitzvah sona. That's the phenomenon. Mitoch imo. So that's that's my message in regards to to mitzvah sona, in regard to in regards to intimacy, and that is that our our responsibility is for us to be able to focus on giving. Of course, that fits in beautifully with Ruth Dessler's uh, explanation of the word ava, have, is to give. So intimacy in our generation is supposed to be pleasurable. Intimacy is something that is supposed to be enjoyable. But the focus, like everything in, in a good person's life, is not focusing on our own selfish pleasure, but it's focused on somebody else. And if you think about it, that component of Avodas Hashem it becomes, as the Ramban descri- began to describe, so special in terms of creating a child. In other words, what the child is being created from is this act of Ava where the focus is not on the personal pleasure, but the focus is on giving. And that's, and that, as the Ramban described, what was the initial machshava that went into that first tipa in the child? Was it selfishness or the opposite? And that is, that is if there's anything that's more important in Avodas Hashem is that, is that component. Am I focused on my own personal pleasure or am I focused on giving to others, creating goodness in the world, creating sharing, creating warmth, creating Ava and so on? What's, what's going, to be, what's going to, to be my focus? Hence, that's why it's called uh, Mitzvah's Ona. And says the Nitziv, there's no other way to be Davik today. Once upon a time, it was possible to be Davik, or only once in history, it was possible to be Davik in a theoretical type of way. The way HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it is that the only way is, um, is through in, this, in this manner. Tov. That's the message I wanted to... To share with you. Um, as far as any follow-up questions, it would be my pleasure to discuss either now or privately. And it doesn't only apply to this year; it applies to to all all of the shiurim. Next week, Emir Tzishem will wrap up, and then in a couple of weeks, what we'll do is we'll start chinuch Emir Tzishem after after we're done. May we be zolcha to to experience. Tashmish in a way that's one of Kedusha. I want to just emphasize that like all the things that we've been talking about up until now in Shalom Bayis, everything's a process. You know, we joked about a totally different world and that's the world of gifts and so on. Every, every single part of, of, um, of, of Shalom Bayis is not something that has to be perfect right off the bat. Well, what, what's most important is the direction that 
that you're going, reminiscent to the you know the mashal of tshuva, is tshuva being just simply turning around. That's why charata ala'avar is all that's important. And that is that it's just a question of your direction. You were once going in one direction, now you're going in another direction. If your wife feels that you're working in that direction, so then she's going to be with you. If your wife feels you're working in the other direction, then then it, it's going to be uh, it's going to go differently. So you know sometimes Hassanim will call me up and they'll say, coming back to this, Hassan will come up and they'll they'll, they'll say, you know, um, it'll, it'll even happen sometimes that. Uh, He'll he'll ejaculate early, even before even beforehand. That that's that's physically physically normal. Uh, your premature ejaculation. That's that's something that's physically normal. It's something that's um, that that's 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 part of the process of learning to be with each other. And but at the end of the day, is the focus just his own pleasure? Or is his focus something else? The moment in which he's focusing on giving her her pleasure, then it's eventually going to move over. Then eventually they're going to come to a place where there's uh, where there's a true there is a tr- true union, and that br- brings up not only um, particular phenomenons like premature ejaculation and so on. It speaks about <coughs> almost everything about intimacy, and that is in the beginning years. Whether a baby came along early or didn't come along early, either way, kalvachomer if a baby came along early in marriage, <coughs> you guys are learning about being with each other. I, I've mentioned, alluded to this in the past. Ashrecha Yisrael, that we don't have sexual experiences beforehand, and that means that every man that gets married is is a rookie, and you're going to make rookie mistakes, and she's going to make rookie mistakes. That that's that's normal, and rookie mistakes could be innocent bio, innocent biological own sim, like someone who has premature ejaculation, or an innocent mistake means that he could he could have done something that she would have preferred he didn't do. But the question is, are you showing that you want to make her happy, or are you focusing on on your particular particular pleasure? That that's really the the ma- major question. Years and years and years ago, I encountered a case of a guy who was a big learner, didn't work on his midos enough. His wife insisted on a divorce a year and a half or two years into the marriage. And when I called her, I was asked to try to help to save it. When I called her to to speak to her, she said, she basically said to me, she, she might have said it in nicer terms, but she said, she said, basically, I felt like I was being raped. He's a good guy. He didn't mean it. It's tragic. This guy didn't have Shalom Bani Shurim. He didn't get Hadracha. He didn't get a Chassan Shmuz. Basically, this, this is the Chassan Shmuz that I give guys uh, beforehand. Um, he didn't have a Chassan Shmuz. He didn't have real Hadracha. And, uh, but a, a, a person who... And he, he never worked on his Midos in general enough. So his life was very, very selfish. And for those of you who have worked on your Midos, there's still so much more that we could do as far as this is concerned. Because you're rookies, because you're young, you could, you could do things that are so much better for your wife if we spend more time, more time thinking about, more time communicating, more time just focusing on this, on this phenomenon. The more and more we're focused on it, 
Lahavdil, I, I mentioned to the guys in the past after we turned off the recorders last time, that my wife says that the few weeks that uh, I do Shalom Bayis, I'm a better husband. So that means that, I, that I've been teaching this for, for a few years. That means even though I know this, and I've done this a few times, just spending the time talking about it creates a more heightened awareness as far as what type of husband, husband to be. So what does that mean? I guess in Tachlis, I guess in Tachlis there, there should be a time where a person s- spends a little bit of time each week making a cheshbon and nefesh. What, I've been, what have I been doing in terms of shalom bites? What have I been doing to make intimacy more pleasurable for my wife? What have I done to make my wife's life more easy and not chas v'chalilo, the opposite? These are shown we should be able to be zochet to